2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Cock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting.
4: Cock. camel. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fighting Cock. Today I'm joined by Thelonious Filth. Sir uh we've got spooky how you doing mate all right
5: man i'm good i'm
4: good well uh, we haven't done a podcast for a while because um just we've got to wait until there's enough to talk about otherwise it's just dribble like what extra inch have been doing so i i just <laughs> I, I just <laughs> that's not true a windy uh, by all accounts put out an amazing podcast uh speaking to a um a guy who understands germs and that and why returning to the premier league uh in june might be a bad idea i want to talk a bit about that, but. Um, uh, how how are you boy- How you? have you boys been? Felonius, you, you, you haven't been for a walk for a week, you've just been in your room and you lying on your bed.
3: Yeah mate, it's just been <laughs> stuck in the room, not not left the room. I knew, what I'd done, got a bit of a bucket, put a bucket in a corner, I had a shit and a piss in that. <laughs> Mrs would slop out for me. But, yeah, went out for a walk today, it felt good. Overrated uh, though, overrated. That, <laughs> so.
4: Walks are overrated.
3: Yeah, massively. Uh,
5: Spook, how you been? I've been all right, man. I've, I've, I think the house is done now, like re, rebuilt from the top, from the bottom up, just painting, decorating, garden. I just a bit bored, really. Just want normal life to kick back in, but um, normal life doesn't include Liverpool winning the league, so I'll avoid that and I'll be happy.
4: What What do you think about the fact that, that today it seems that it's been announced that the Premier League are open to return? In June, do you, do you in the first instance, T, do you think that's a good idea?
3: I don't think it's a great idea, but I've become a bit ambivalent about it all because um, I think if you look at, look at it down to brass tacks, I think there's going to be a lot of money missed out on if you don't finish the season. So we're going to finish the season one way or the other. I don't think it's 100% safe. I and mean, we're going to touch on Danny Rose's comments, I believe, a little later on in the pod. But I oh, will do it in a second. I think he speaks for, for a lot of people. There's no guaranteed safety there. And we all see the Premier League is everyone earning 100 grand. But there's a lot of people in the Premier League who don't earn lots. Well, they obviously earn lots compared to us. But they're not millionaires. And some of them probably do live with family. And some of those families are vulnerable. So it's, it's a mad one.
4: Danny Rose said the government is saying we are bringing football back because it's it, it is going to boost the nation's morale. He said, "I don't give a fuck about the nation's morale. People's lives are at risk. Football shouldn't be even be spoke about coming about until the numbers have dropped." Spook, what do you make of that?
5: Yeah, it's it, it's it, it's a business. Like any business, you want, they want to get back into making money, and I get it. And I get football. The amount of people involved in football, from the the groundsman and the staff in the in the stadium or match days to the to the uh, to, you know to the uh, players and, and everyone else, I get it. And I get that the season hasn't finished. And if you look at it logically, pragmatically, without the virus, you 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 can understand the necessity to complete it because otherwise it's a bit of a, a blip in history because it just either they give the title to Liverpool or they end up getting sued by clubs that get relegated off the back of um, projected points uh, based on some formula. So it's a mess, and I get it's messy, but it's the desperation to finish it and and the fact they're talking about the morale of the country they're also talking about the integrity of the competition and yet if you read the list of things they've suggested in order to make football accessible again to be played it reads like something alan partridge would would, would, would present on brassite it's just fucking ludicrous so
4: what uh-huh. so one of the ones i read was that the, when players go to tackles they must turn their head <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, That's amazing.
5: It's, it's satirical. isn't It doesn't feel real, and because of that, I, I kind of agree. If I strip away the heart around Liverpool, it would be funny, you know. If you strip that away, yeah, you know, in an ideal world, get the season done somehow. But have they thought about the impact on next season? And then we're we not going into a World Cup next year. If I got my dates wrong, no, we are 2021. Yeah, it it the Euros. Yeah, so I don't, I don't quite understand you know, maybe I've not looked deeply into it because it does bore me to a degree, but it just feels like everything's getting pushed back. But And then again, everything is getting pushed back. <laughs> I, I don't know whether we have a choice, whether everything's going to be out of sync for a while. But, you know, it's a spectator sport. If you don't have spectators there, it's a, it's a bit ridiculous. Uh, that, that's as simplified as I could go. Yeah. You to answer. Like, there was... You know, there was, a, um, there was a
4: there was a German guy, um, and obviously they're going to be more passionate about this than us because they just feel differently about their football than most England fans in England do. But he was basically saying that that he's he a Dortmund fan, and then they're play, the, the Bundesliga starting this weekend. Uh, Dortmund are playing Schalke, which is about as big as you can get in in, yeah. in Germany. Probably Dortmund, Munich, because of the rivalry in terms of their abilities, but Dortmund Schalke is the one. And their um, their they're, they're fans are just saying this isn't. We don't want this back. Uh, this is about profit. This is about greed. And if the fans are not in the stadium, then you don't have football. What as as a slightly more cynical fan, as we all are, I think, than that. What, what do you make of that comment? T. I
3: mean, it's valid. It's correct. But I think the horse has bolted on football having the integrity. Um, there's a lot of people. In and around football who we'll I want to be paid, and that's going to be passed on in some shape or form. I mean, as I alluded, as I said earlier on, um, I think there's going to be over seven hundred million owed if we don't finish the season. So, to that backdrop, and probably be the same in the Bundesliga, the season will have to end. We'll have to be finished one way or the other. So, it can be. I don't want to call it sanctimonious because, in my view, in my you know life leanings, is correct, but. The season is going to be played out and we've just got to deal with that at the moment. I think it's bollocks. I don't think it's fully safe. Um, I mean, suffering really, you know, menial. I'm going to the shops tomorrow to buy something and I've not been to the shops for ages. Normally, one person in the household goes and that's normally my missus. She goes, but tomorrow I'm going to go by myself and um, I've got the mask and everything, but I'm still a bit, you know, apprehensive. So, what, four or five weeks from now, you can have 22 guys playing football against each other. Football is a contact sport, you know, and um, I think Kane said all of our players tested negative, all of the staff tested negative, but how do we know they don't force that to make the season start? We just don't know.
4: And also you've got Brighton players, three of them have tested positive for COVID. So they're, although apparently they weren't in contact with the playing squad or they were doing training drills on their, on their own. So it didn't impact, but that, doesn't mean that when we start the season, again, that the that there isn't going to be transmission of the disease in uh, during the games or in uh, changing room, and um, it only well, that's, ta- a,
3: that, that's a good point. So that, that's a good point you've made there. I mean, um, what if the season starts and Harry Kane and Virgil van Dijk and Sergio Agüero these are the big these are names who sell the league around the world. What if they get it and badly? Do we just carry on without them? I mean, I think Villa had a few players who uh in who had vulnerable families, and I think the talk was well fuck you, we just it was just going to play without it. These are friends' players, so it's fine, but if the biggest names in the premier League well obviously they're not, not going to be harming people in their extended families, but if they get corona then, then what, what happens then
4: uh well, you would imagine that they would there'll be a legal process from the players who contracted it because the premier league didn't provide a safe working space
3: did you see a, that did you see that Simon Jordan thing he said on um, Talksport was it corporate manslaughter
4: yeah he he mentioned the fact that if a player gets it while employed and ends up dying then or, or a close relative ends up dying then feasibly they could be sued for corporate manslaughter which would mean the end of the Premier League at the, you know the it's in its current inception I'm sure it would return in some form but whoever would be in charge of making those decisions to and that would be a large number of people I'd imagine in the Premier League and a certain chairman who pushed for it to happen they'd probably all be culpable I, I don't understand the law well enough to really make any conclusive or, or sensible comment but based on what Simon Jordan said it it would seem that that isn't something that can happen and um you know it, Simon Jordan is a He's a bit divisive. He's very opinionated, and because of that, it can come across as a bit cantankerous and irritating. But I think he makes a good point there. Really, uh, you know, ultimately, football is entertainment. It's the opium of the masses. It's it's there to distract and to give uh, entertainment and enjoyment. And um... That's exactly, it man. It's an escapism. We can't escape to it. So what's
5: what's the point other than making money? And yeah, it's naive to say that based on the fact that we've already mentioned it's a business. People are, are, are reliant on getting paid. It could set everyone back. But you know what? You know, life is full of hardships. Um, football is football. Like It's, it's never going to not exist in, in, in one way or in one form. And I doubt very much with the money that clubs have got that that it's going to impact. I mean, look, we don't ever sign anyone anyway. So it's, it's not going to have an impact on us. It'd be everyone else at Tottenham. And not having any money to buy any players, but it's there's just no point in having it back uh, for those reasons. Like we we cannot guarantee um, the safety of everyone. It's almost like well, it's potluck. If you're unlucky, fair enough. And I know there's a measure of that with the soft boot, the economy, people going back to work. You know, someone's always going to get COVID, even maybe six months from now. But the numbers will be so small, it, w- it wouldn't really impact. Uh, the nation in the same way, but we, we, we're nowhere near that stage yet. And I think people are too quick to want to jump ahead. Uh,
4: we just got to fucking wait. Pubs might not open until Christmas. Do you know what I mean? It's just... It... And, and the thing is, 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 you also got to think about the impact socially that, that football has. And, you know, the most important bit of it is, is sharing it with other people. And if you can't go to the stadium to watch it, then people are going to flop around each other's houses. You've already seen... Mm-hmm. Certainly in London, and uh, less so where I am now out in Wiltshire. But but in London, from the pictures of what you lot are saying, and other people are saying that the, many people are really not taking this seriously, and that the social distancing social distancing thing is a, a bit of a myth. Certainly in some areas of London, and if those same people apply the, the, the same logic to going around their mates' house to watch the football, like I I would much rather go and you know watch it with my brothers and my dad than than sit on the sofa and I'm uh, on my own in the front room, but. If I, I would do that because I don't want to contract it and I don't want to bring it back to house and make people mm. sick here and disrupt their lives in that way. So I'll make the logical decision. But I don't know how many people are taking that seriously. And if you I, I, if you add the further dichotomy of a football fan, now I'm not saying football fans are stupid, I'm just saying that they are probably less discerning than some other aspects of say mm. that's probably really offensive, but you can imagine. The, the the people go oh, bollocks. I'll so just go around your house, we'll, and I have got a couple of mates. Get some cans, get some gear in. Start sniffing off the table, <laughs> COVID all over the table, COVID all over the pint glasses. You can't right? even share, you can't even
3: share weed anymore. I mean, you can't I even mean, share a, a joint. So you know, yeah, that'd just, be interesting.
4: COVID all over their cock and cocks going up asses, and that that that's that's what happens when blokes come together and watch football. It'll be <laughs> a hotbed of, of of COVID sex, especially if Spurs win. <laughs> it's been mooted, actually, that it's going to be that the Man United game will be, as reported by the mail, uh, either Friday, June 12th or June 19th uh, as as the first game. But that that's literally where are we at? You know, about a month, just under a month if it's the 11th, if it's the 12th. It doesn't feel like a long time. And if there's another spike, which, as we've seen in Germany, there has been a rise, um, you know, it, I don't know what, what 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 will happen really. I can't. It doesn't feel to me. Again, this is just complete pseudo socialism or pseudo understanding of the news or whatever. But it it's it doesn't feel like it's over. It just feels like the government wants to believe it's over. And if that's the case, you know, then we see another spike because we we haven't employed the same restrictions as other countries. We are nowhere near as locked down as Spain, as Italy, as as even Germany and then German numbers all of them numbers pal into insignificance now compared to England and Britain UK because we've got the highest death rate in Europe yeah. it's it's um you know we didn't do what those countries do and, and to bring the, the, the game back it would potentially create problems like Danny Rose says is is it more important than is that bringing football back more important than 10,000 vulnerable people dying you can't it's not is it you can't all right we can have football back but these ten thousand old people are gonna die
3: but the thing is though um obviously social media is poison but some of the responses to what danny rose said they're not support they're not supportive at all you know they're saying well you earn this much money you're shit anyway Um,
4: (laughs) these people are idiots though right
3: yeah i mean yeah they are but um we sometimes we look at Social media is a place where which represents the views of the world, one way or the other, whether you agree with the views or not. And um, the show is going to go on. Because they're saying, well, people have, people have to go back to work anyway. Why can't footballers go back to work? But what product? What are the products going to be? <laughs> the product of the Premier League is the fans and the passion. The, the football may not be the best in the world, but it's probably the best of you for you for know, people who don't really watch football as such. But a lot of that is going to be gone, being behind closed doors, and players being apprehensive. I mean, I guess once a whistle blows, you'll forget about all that and just play. But but think about it, see.
5: Think about like a relegation, a must-win six-pointer. Like, the the twelfth man is is a requirement. I mean, you 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 players feed off the energy that uh, that comes from the stands. The, you know, we provide the fuel. You know, it's reactionary. You know, if there's a bit of spite in the game, the way the the, the, the supporters react to it kind of gets players uh, to react in a different way on the pitch. If you're playing to an empty stadium, and all, you could just hear people shouting pass, pass and swearing and whatever else. It's just, it's like <laughs> exhibition football. It doesn't seem like a proper did, football game.
4: Did you see uh, one of the ideas was to CGI fans into the ground, like having FIFA fans in, inside the ground <laughs> for, for TV broadcast. <laughs> the yeah. other one, the best one was... Pumping crowd noise into the stadium. Oh, don't, don't even get me started. But the thing is, is are they going to pump in all the tuts and the booing and the fuck off Rose You can. Are they going to put all those in as well? Because it's not. They're not going to feel at home unless they're getting a bit of abuse from some sections of the Spurs sport.
5: <laughs> I can see players rolling around on the floor, laughing at stuff like that. Man, it's just. It's this is what I mean. But are these ideas are they, are they actually genuine ideas? Do they think people are stupid? I don't know. And they think oh, we're, we're participating.
4: in This. This sounds good. Right, um, we We're going to come on to the uh, transfer news. There's about three or four stories that we thought we'd talk about. But before that, this morning I was doing a podcast about psychedelics and drugs with uh, a man called Simon Van Seals, who uh, has been listening to the podcast for years and years. A lovely man, and he's got his own podcast on that subject matter. Uh, and when we were chatting, he's a big Spurs fan, and when we were chatting, we got onto the subject of taking psychedelics at football. And I confess that apart from when I went to Ajax, when, when Spurs played Ajax, I'd never done it, but I'd never been in the stadium. And I would say that I, it, it took something from the game, from me. Like being high on mushrooms and watching the game. Like when, when Lucas Mora scored, David Alfie Ward will tell you that while the pub was in utter bedlam, I was just standing still with my arms up in the air. And I remember thinking, is this happening or <laughs> am I tripping? And like m- mushrooms don't take disassociate you from the world, they do to a certain degree, but not so that you don't know where you are or what you're doing. But that was so unbelievable that it happened to Spurs. Like I thought, this can't be happening, and I didn't lose it like everyone else. And I feel like mushrooms stole that from me a little bit, but. There was one story by one member who's on the podcast right now who uh, you wrote it in the fanzine. (laughs) You wrote it in the fanzine, didn't you? Uh, I think the first ever episode, uh, uh, sorry, issue, uh, about you. um, you, We were playing Man City away. You were on a coach with
5: other Spurs. I I found some leftover mushrooms in my coat, inside coat pocket. And for whatever reason, I thought it'd be a good idea to take them because I thought this won't. This won't, this this will give me a nice buzz. It won't it won't like won't disconnect me from from reality completely. But um, kind of did, and it was it was a bit more colourful than, than than your experience. I can re- remember Canute scoring, and I don't know how to describe it now. I wish I had the fancy in front of me. I, I can tell you exactly but how you. Was but like... I'm
4: interested <laughs> in how you you describe it now.
5: Um, it was like it was almost like a kaleidoscope. But the moment Canute struck the ball. It's like he free he freeze framed, and like a rectangle was cut out in my vision, and it kind of superimposed continually until Kanute was right in front of me, (laughs) and it was all these. It was just it was just again. It's like have I shut my eyes and am I dreaming this, or is is this? Have we kind of scored? I kind of knew we scored because, like you said, with mushrooms, you can come in and out of reality. Uh, you can sober up really quickly for for a few moments, and then Go back tune back it, out yeah. again. But it, I would not advise it, mainly because it should be something that's introspective. Maybe mates in the garden is is, is or walk going for a walk in the forest, like you you've done a few times, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, that's nice when you're surrounded by <laughs> oh, you know bald men uh, swearing. Um, at the I think the home supporters. I mean, you can see their faces. Throwing abuse your way ain't great, but in that moment it was it was beautiful. I have to admit, maybe I just got lucky with it, but it just changed. Uh, I had to go home and rewatch it actually to work out whether Canute scored the way I thought he'd scored. He was like fly through, flying through the the penalty area, striking the ball. But yeah, never do it in a public place. It was a bit scary on the way out as well. I can't remember if it was at Christmas this game because I, I can remember. I do remember Christmas songs and and getting a buzz out of that as well. And like it started snowing inside the stadium on the way back out. But I I might have just made that up. My mind's fucked because of uh, uh, psychedelic drugs. So don't do drugs, people. They're not good for you.
4: Certainly not inside a football stadium anyway. No. All right. We've got some transfer news that uh, we're going to chat about. And then we've got a few very good questions uh, from the... um... From Twitter, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. From Twitter. Um, Okay, so the first one is uh, Tottenham are interested in signing Real Betis midfielder William Carvalho. and uh, it's Jose Mourinho wants to sign the tall midfielder and is a fan of the 28-year-old. Betis hope to sell him in order to raise much-needed transfer funds and lower their wage bill. Obviously, we've got a relationship with Betis. Um, I'm not sure if they like Daniel Levy. I'm sure they hate his guts. But we did sign uh, the, probably the best midfielder in the world in Gio, Giovani Lo Celso. Yeah. Um, I do worry about this though, T. Right, because I really hope that Jose Mourinho's scouting uh, limits or, or, or his brackets that he set around the players that he kind of player he wants isn't just tall.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is a concern. I mean, this guy is high. <laughs> This guy's fairly highly rated, but I think West Ham had all but signed him and they went peer-shaped for some one reason or another. But we do need bodies in defensive midfield and um I'm the expert on Carvalho. But I know he was once highly sought after. I mean it's been years since he's been at that level, but it's a player is in a it's in a position that we need. More defensive, box to box midfielder, so that sounds good, but yeah, it does sound like there's like a Mourinho sign and there's a big body in the middle.
4: Oh, can I shock you guys? On. I, I've only just realised that he's black. I, we've, been, we've been linked to him before. I assumed <laughs> he was just he was like... I, I, honestly, I, in my head, it was like Paulo Ferreira, but in, in midfield. <laughs> I didn't think that uh, it a was... Big a big
3: massive black dude yeah, with I a really did. great Tash. Yeah, he has like, got a great like Tash. That's Magnum.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, having a look at his face and Tash, I 100% want to sign him now.
3: He is handsome.
4: He's scored. For, he, he's he's played nearly sixty games for Portugal. Like if he if he's if he's no good, um, then you know he wouldn't. Uh, I mean, look. The thing is with Jose, right? Is he needs he needs that unit in midfield. He loves it. Like you think Matic. you think <coughs> Eric Dyer. <Dio. coughs> um, don't die, uh, Fle- <coughs> Fellaini, Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't me. die on us, Flam. Don't die, oh? no. don't die. Imagine if I died on the podcast, you'd have to find a way of releasing it. You'd contact Ollie. She would have been destitute, obviously, because the love of her life has just died while recording a podcast. <coughs> but you'd need to no get... numbers, her. man. The you numbers need to get her to be... send it because it's for numbers. Yeah, and so he yeah, said, like, out. imagine what the phone call would be like. Um, Ollie, I'm I'm really sorry for your loss. You know, we have all we all loved Flav dearly. In fact, um, my name's Flonius, and I really thought of him like a brother and my best friend. And, um, and uh, I, I know he's dead, and I know you're really sad, but... Can you work out how to get the files off his computer and send them to me? Because the numbers on this will be superb. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what I would have wanted.
4: This is what you—I definitely would have would have wanted that. One of the two things: delete, uh, <coughs> delete the search history, <coughs> and then send the files.
3: Sensible. Yes. And stop smoking.
4: Uh, y- yes. All right. Okay. Oh, fine, that'll be it. Right. That will that will stop me from smoking. Cheers, T. Uh, Speak. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, have you, any other comments on Willem Car- Carvalho? Would he? Would he give us? I, I mean, I, I can't say I've seen him play much.
3: The <coughs> shopping and it's, pretty, it's pretty much bargain <clears throat> basement stuff. I think they said we're going to have to sell to buy. we're not going to have any big signings. there will be mainly loans, and I think he kind of fits in with that, but. I've not watched him extensively, but I have seen his name banded about for a number of years. And um I think there was that email that West Ham sent that went on social media that um from Carvalho's agent. So he has a bit of history, but I don't think he'd revolutionize the Spurs midfield, but he'd be he'd be needed in that position.
4: <coughs> he's big and he's got a moustache. What else do you want? Yeah.
3: But so- I heard um I've also heard a link to um Milenkovic savic who um, Bardi loves, and he was highly rated a few years ago. That'd be a nice signing.
4: Yeah, he he's the one. He's, is he AC now? Or... I don't
3: know. I thought he was at like Lazio still. Oh, maybe know. Lazio.
4: Sorry, sorry, my bad. Yeah, I, um, I saw him in the World Cup. He didn't have a, an incredible World Cup, but you could see nope. there was absolute class there. Um, I don't know what would happen to sort of Dele Alli. I mean, it would be like if you if you signed Milenko 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 Savage, you'd be getting twice the player that Dele Alli is
3: he doesn't, doesn't put a heart at the pitch though so they wouldn't be in you'd complex. be
4: getting twice the player yeah.
3: the man's been man said his house robbed man have some bloody mercy on him
4: uh that's true so that's that, very sad that very sad that was um I mean it's like you need like you if you're a footballer you need machine gun turrets and snipers on your house it's like it's that you're like a you're like a, a, a an alarm bell for 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 or, or a lighthouse for for robbers because they know how much cartel those.
5: cartel security, isn't you know? it? Yeah, um, I
4: have to have, I have like
5: two people with with machine guns at the front door,
4: and and uh, the thing is
5: five or six size.
4: With something like that, you, it's regardless of your status or what you do, or that is massively upsetting. Like for someone to yeah, come
3: psychologically,
4: oh mate, it would be terrifying. You know what I mean? Like it, you. I, I, I hate the idea of being robbed in terms of my house, like someone rifling through my shit and and disturbing the the sort of tranquil environment that we've, I've created in 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 where I live and being happy here. But for for someone to rifle through it would disturb that somewhat. But for them to come into your house at knife point, you, you're not sure you'd ever feel real really safe again because what that would do to you emotionally would be so substantial.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I mean, he went to training um, yesterday think the morning after it happened. So other than facial injuries, it wasn't anything bad. But um, you would hope he's getting the help that he needs and that he has. I mean, maybe not, maybe not seen a shrink as such, but hopefully he's got all the help that he that's available to him.
4: Yeah, for sure. Um, Hugo Lloris has bought a dog, a fifteen grand dog. Is that
3: right? Military dog as well.
4: Was this on the back Was of alley's getting robbed, or just that? Uh... Just a coincidence.
3: Well, probably a coincidence. I, mean, I don't think he'd be able to spend that much on a dog in that short period of time. Apparently, they're military dogs, so they're ex-military, ex-military dogs. So I guess from that point of view, they're highly sought after. The starting price is ten grand.
5: Imagine, imagine he comes home one day and someone's nicked it. Well, that'd be funny. No, just
3: me. <laughs> well, they poison these dogs as well in some places. So. There's what? Some in some places they poison dogs. I mean, obviously, a military dog wouldn't. Take the bait, but surely just get a security firm, get some ex-prisoners in there, get Look, some ex- I guess, Sorry,
5: no, I was going to say like you, you're you're right, like just in terms of footballers having to have that extra security. Well, if someone is rummaging through Flav's property, like he might get lucky and find some drugs, but generally speaking, he's not going to find like a forty, fifty thousand pound watch. Yeah. So these people will always hit the jackpot. When they when and, and who else are they going to be robbing? They're not going to be robbing me, you, any, anyone on this call. They're going to rob people where they know they have got valuables inside that cost uh, uh, quite a bit of money. Um, so they're always going to strike lucky. So it, it, it must be, they, they, it must always be on their mind in terms of, you know, someone could be following me, someone might be thinking of hitting my house when I'm on holiday, all this kind of shit. Um, the
3: social media bit as well. I mean, they post their houses on social media, yeah, and there's not, people see that. And what are you yeah.
4: saying? ali deserves it, to you? or
3: What? Oh no! It
5: sounded like he doesn't deserve what that,
3: <laughs> I did. He got robbed in Dubai, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Yeah. So
5: I'm not a fan, though, of 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 of, of, of uh, the kind of tone of well, he shouldn't be wearing this and doing this and doing that. I mean, fucking hell! Everybody posts on Instagram. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you, you you shouldn't. Just because you're successful doesn't mean you can't flex a little bit.
4: Yeah,
5: I mean otherwise, like what we doing? we're doing, we're we're living our lives, you know. I know it's all egotistical and it's vanity and whatever else, but it's what we all fucking do now. It's just the norm.
4: I mean, you it shouldn't... sounds like T saying that pretty girls shouldn't wear short skirts.
3: They shouldn't. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they
5: shot you i'll there. fight
3: any girls so who's gonna have a problem with that <laughs> but no seriously though i'm um, just aside in, in american sport um a lot of these big dudes a lot of these bigger names have um their own security detail and that's probably where we're going to go in in football because football footballers are high profile people and people want what they have and I mean, I think this will spark a trend of people doing what Hugo did or having their own security guards in there. And I guess, you know, if you're out there and you're an entrepreneur or you want to invest, I'd, I'd probably invest in security firms because that's probably where we're going now.
4: Okay. Um, uh, I want to get to the questions, but before we do, quick uh, mention for Harry Kane, uh, who today has, I'm sure you all know the news, but has sponsored... Or bought the sponsorship rights for late Orient's audience top, and given the space to free charities, one of which is definitely Mind. I can't remember what the others are, but pretty good one, ones. Yeah, um, they're not paying us, so I'm not going to say the name. But the uh, the that was a joke, you pricks. You got to laugh, otherwise I look at, like a cock.
3: Lol. All
4: right, good. Down, down uh, but hard. what I mean, like, he's the best striker that there that the the game has ever seen. Uh, he's the, the 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 biggest legend Tottenham could ever ask for. But he's now the nicest man on the planet as well.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a lovely gesture, isn't it? And it's nice that you know he, people might be cynical and say, "Well." You know, he's got the money to do that. Well, fucking hell, of course he's got the money, but he doesn't. What
4: other footballers done
5: that? I mean, there's probably examples here and there, but um, it's such a lovely gesture. <laughs> the the difference, it's...
4: the different spook is that the other the footballers don't talk about it. Harry Kane does. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. What I mean. like, there's, there's, there's always a way to be
5: cynical about this shit, but yeah, it, it's, it's a nice gesture because some of these clubs are in a bit of trouble. Um, I and mean, I guess, if anything, it just showcases the uh, gulf in difference between, you know, the top league in the country. and, and what, one player,
4: what one player can do for a club.
5: Yeah. They
3: spoke to the Premier League and said there's no conflict of interest, by the way. So that's feel, good
5: that's, Yeah, that is, that is nice. I mean, you just wonder whether the Premier League should be. And again, I'm, this is, I'm just drunk talking now how much money really does drip down to... I know it goes down to grassroots, but it should be a family. Everyone should look after each other, really, but what the fuck am I talking about? It's a business. Smoothie, are you drunk? Uh, Just a little bit, mate. I've been drinking since three o'clock. Do you know what I mean? What
4: have you been drinking?
5: Just rum, man. Just a bit of rum. Have you... Shot after shot? No, mate. I'm always going to mix with a bit of ice, a bit of lime, a little bit of
4: coke. Do you know what I mean? Cocaine, is that what you said? (laughs) coca-cola and uh have is. you hit your missus today uh twice yeah because i'm saying a bloke who starts drinking spirits at three three o'clock in the afternoon uh is definitely a man who's who's partial to a, a clump of his missus
3: spooky is the alpha that we've missed on this podcast we need him
4: the thing is she's clumped me three times so she's
3: winning <laughs> at the moment, so. i,
4: I love the, I, I the fact that spooky and his missus just it's really normal for him to just clump each other
3: <laughs> I get a few hands every day
4: they drink they drink early and they, they clump each other on a daily basis it's not funny domestic <laughs> violence isn't a, a, a thing to make light of no um,
3: it, was, it was homophobia and I apologise
4: homophobia isn't no uh, Islamophobia no uh, Trans, yeah. transphobia no um, racism no, no. Uh, xenophobia no uh, anything else we can't laugh at it's not funny the thing well, is, all of these things can be funny in their own way, as long as it's given and received in in, in the correct in, in the correct manner. Like I, I've got time for Roy Chubby Brown.
3: I've got one of his I've got one of his videos at home. <laughs> what
4: have you done? Why? Oh my God!
3: Why? <laughs> I think um, I used to work for a company called Technicolor, and they distribute videos and DVDs. I don't know if they're still about. And every Christmas we get like a bloody pack, right, of like DVDs and videos and shit. And that was one of them. And Jethro.
4: Jethro, Jesus. relics, mate? Actually, legend in the West Country, Jethro. Yeah, massive. Um, for real, right, I don't think that people in the West Country, in terms of the old folk who, who live around here, are so separated from London life. And there are so many people out, out, out where I live that don't haven't been to London that often. And the massive difference in culture compared to where I am in Wiltshire and, and any rural area, really, and the inner city is gargantuan I'm not I didn't understand how big it was until I'd moved out here and it's just a completely different way of life and a different perception and it's no surprise that that it's predominantly in in the in the what do you call it the green band is it something like the green belt something whatever it is um that that they vote Tory here because they just have different problems they have different concerns and they definitely you know poverty and and um the inner city issues and, and, and the problems that resolve from poverty, it just isn't in their
3: world. And, and... I can go so deep on this, but I won't. <laughs> um... not, to go, not, not to go against what you've said, but... No, go on, go on. With... just,
4: just make one point.
3: They're so... honest about who they vote for. Yeah. In the sense that um, in my life, I'm fairly privileged, I can work from home, I don't have to go into it, I don't have to go on public transport. And to vote for my benefit would be voting Tory, really. Maybe yeah. I'm voting Labour out of some um, priv- out of some rich privilege guilt. I don't fucking know.
4: No, you're not T, because I know you and I know how you feel. And as a as a rule, black people are not allowed to vote Tory. It's just against some do it. though. Some yeah, they do. do, but they don't talk about it. And the ones that talk about it, are pricks.
3: Well, it's getting more and more a thing now. <laughs>
4: I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm only mucking about. Anyway, enough of that. Let's uh, let's go to the questions because actually, one, one more. Uh, Juan Foyf has uh, has been he's been spread around Europe. Every club like some cheap like oil. margarine, like margarine, or uh, yeah, like margarine. And uh, uh, one of these clubs apparently FC Barcelona, which you could see, uh, you could see he's a ball playing. Centre back. He's not yeah. archetypal. He's like a similar build to Mascarano, but nowhere near as good. Um, but they, they, I could see him they, them training him into a very good centre back for their style of play. You'd think so. But under Mourinho, you can't ever see him getting an opportunity. And he, he, I mean, he's he's worthy of a starting place in the lower, actually, just in a team that suits him. He's such a, he's such a like a, a, a um, what do you say? He's his role in the team is unique to him. You can't just stick him in at centre back against Burnley, for example.
3: Yeah. So but uh, I think he's got a lot of heart though. He's not I mean, obviously you look at the lack of size, but he's not you know I mean he's not someone who's gonna back down from any challenge that's thrown at him. I just think it's unfortunate that he's not gonna get a run of games to see what he can do. I don't think he's gonna get three or four starts, let's say some massive injuries to to our central defenders, and he's not an archetypal Mourinho defender either.
4: No, definitely not. Um, I mean, he's not. An, he's he, like, like I'm saying, his role in a team would completely depend on the system of that team and that manager. So, I kind of feel like he's unless he he suddenly begins to excel and become much better than we think his top level is, he's always going to be at the whim of the current coach he's playing under. And then the Pochettino, you can see him getting game time. But under uh, Mourinho, I don't think he's featured at all. I'm not sure.
3: Not much. I, I think, think Mourinho... The Christmas period. Sorry, T. That's
5: it. It's no, I was just going to say, I, d- I think Mourinho is willing to sacrifice these type of players in the short term, uh, oh. just so that he can win, a, win something. Uh, so that his CV still, you know, is representative of his uh, consistency over his career. Um, and that will make some people happy because then they can say oh we won something and I'll be like yeah but do you identify with that team and they'll be like well it doesn't matter because trophies mean everything and I'll be like oh fuck you you prick
3: and then I'll log off yeah <laughs> I like this whole conversation in Spooky's head sorry
4: <laughs> 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 this lockdown has broken me. Oh, let's go to the questions because oh. there are some good ones. And I think what oh, I God. did is lit a fire under uh, under under Twitter's ass because I just said I'm recording in half an hour. I forgot to ask for questions. Anything you want us to discuss? Let's have it right now. And the reaction has been uh, fantastic. Anyway, Big John Bass says, "How did you score that scorpion kick?" Now, float. That was uh, a float, wasn't it? I have Surely. a fucking word. Did you not? Anyway, look. So people know, me and John Bass have been playing. Uh, FIFA co-op seasons during this isolation period. We started out in Division Five. There's only in FIFA. There's only five divisions when you play co-op seasons, and we're representing Tottenham in the uh, in, in in FIFA. Me and John Bass were playing together. There's five divisions. Our first season, we quit the game because we was losing one. We was losing seven-one, and that was in Division Five. We've come on so far that on Saturday, or, or, or last Wednesday, we qualified for Division 1 with Tottenham. And we're playing like France, PSG, Dortmund, United, Real Madrid, any of the best teams in the world. Tottenham are ranked somehow with them in this game. And we've got to Division 1. Now, on our route to Division 1, I scored a scorpion kick with Harry Kane that went in off the post. <laughs> so if you want to see more of that glory, and on Saturday we, 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 we launch our first campaign in Division 1 of which we need 23 points to stay up, right? So difficult. But if you want to join us, please do. It's twitch.tv forward slash love the shirt. If you understand Twitch or know what it is, please join us. Uh, we're also aiming to become a partner with Twitch. which means we get loads of money. Well, not loads of money. We get some money for doing it. Uh, but we need 75 average viewers, and we're at 73.6 currently. So if you have Twitch and you use it, then go twitch.tv forward sash love the shirt follow us and then you'll get a pop notification on your phone or your computer when we go live all right uh another question it wasn't a fluke by the way it, it completely was i just held l2 pressed the button it just happened but there's been some well funny moments in it. it's well worth it. it's not just it us funny. silently playing fifa we have we have a laugh as well uh rebecca coys she says which spurs player do you think you could have in a one-on-one fight spook realistically could you have any of them
5: Probably not. I think, I think my cardio would—I'd uh, I'd be be like Khabib versus Conor McGregor. I'll throw a few punches, and then I'll be—I'll be, I'd be uh, grappled onto the floor and, and, and then smashed in. So yeah, uh,
4: yeah. Realistically, none of us could have any of them. They're like the fitness. I'm—I'm I'm the youngest here by some margin. I'm—I'm mean, the youngest here by about ten years, and I'm 38. So steady. <laughs> I don't think—I don't think any of us could stand up to any of these young pups. But what do you think, T. t- you, do you, you could, have, could you uh, could you? Have you got a puncher's chance against any of them?
3: Foyth. We've got rid of Carl Walker, Peter, but Foyth.
4: Yeah, if you honestly, any man on this planet who can't have Foyth, I, I genuinely think Juan Foyth might be the weakest man on Earth.
3: I'd love to get the first hit in, though, otherwise it's, it's curtains, because he's obviously a lot fitter than me. But if I, if I catch him first, then yeah.
5: Sounds like sounds like we can just cuddle him to death from the
3: like from. Well, I was about put my weight on him.
5: Yeah, sit, sit on his head.
4: Did
3: you I watch?
5: I know that's something different.
4: Did you watch um, S.A.S. Who dares wins Celebrity Edition? No,
3: definitely
4: you, not. Mate, it's it's. I, I think the S.A.S. Who dares wins is my favourite TV programme. It's better than The Wire, better than the Sopranos. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. John Fashionew was on it. And it's he is the oddest man on earth, that geezer. He, he, try, he strangles the geezer out of rudimental. Like, just, <laughs> threatens to kill him. It's amazing TV. Um, Squid Lemon, he says, 500k in your bank right now, but you have to take cold baths and showers for the rest of your life. Discuss. I'll uh, do that all day, no problem. How much? Yeah, I'll do that. Half a easily. mil.
3: Half a mil or what?
4: Or oh, cold, cold showers and cold baths for the rest of your life. you get used
3: to it. Yeah, I've
4: found that. It's meant to be good for you. Yeah, it's meant to
5: be really not good for you. Yeah, not enjoyable, enjoyable, but yeah, yeah. But I, half a million is a bit cheap.
4: Yeah, I, when I was a kid, I, 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 um, I used to go to a caravan with my stepdad and my mum and my little brother Alex, and there was no running water in this caravan. Uh, and so our weekly bath, our well, weekly bath, what was talking about daily bath, shower, wash when we went there was the first thing in the morning when we got up. We had to run out to a corner of this rather large field that we had, and my stepdad would fill up a bucket of cold water and then just throw it over us, and then we—that's that, how we'd get washed for the day. It was fucking Jesus Christ! It was—I mean, bordering on abuse. But um, it, it, to be honest, the minute you calm down, you feel such invigoration. It's unbelievable. Like I can't—the feeling after you, after you. You know, the cold's off you and you start to get warm. You just feel alert and ready to go. So what I want, everybody, listen to this tomorrow. Go out to your garden, your driveway, your front porch, your whatever you've got, patio, big bucket of cold water over you. Butt naked to the world. It's fine. We were all born that way. We'll go out that way. Just bucket of water, cold water over you. And, uh, and just scream Flav, said I should do this. <laughs> uh, right. Uh Rayleigh Goslin. He says uh, the FA decide that final results for the season will be decided in an MMA style fights. Which Spurs first team player are we sending? You know about uh, MMA more than the rest of us, Spook. Who who do you think would be best placed to to grapple to strike? Who would have the best stamina? Shit out of, out of our lot right now. No, the the other team, Arsenal. About Arsenal, but yes, about Spurs. Yeah, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of someone. Uh, uh someone who would fight dirty. We well what's what's a dirty. good attribute for an MMA fighter, apart from knowing jiu-jitsu and boxing and whatnot? Intelligence, like... man.
5: You just need to know. You just need to you need to be composed, not not lead with your heart because you're gonna get knocked out. And you just need to uh, you just need to be tactical. And you even to... though it's a violent, violent sport, it's not just about just I mean heavyweights, big guys will go in there and throw punches because that's all they fucking know how to do, but but you just need smart. So we need someone who's got the physicality, but he's also has, has got a bit up in his brain. Because without that,
4: he's he's going to get done. You also need someone with the minerals. Like, you can't just throw Winks in there. Maybe he's not ready for it. He's not willing to get into a fight. You need someone. With no, the min- no, no, no. He, he will die. Yeah, you need someone with the minerals and willingness to be in the octagon and
5: like to CM punk. It'd be like our oh, CM punk if we sent Winks in. Unfortunately.
4: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I, the only one I can think who would be ready to get in the ring and not give a fuck. Would be Eric
5: Dyer. Yeah, I'll put a bit of money behind him. Definitely. Did
4: you see the uh, picture? Of the, um, the, the someone had created a, a, a meme with uh, him climbing up the stairs, and it just said Eric Dyer looking for looking for burglars.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, th- I'll go Eric Dyer.
3: I think Oye oh, yeah, or Bergvain might be a good show. I think a low center of gravity and strong legs go a long way in MMA because. A lot of the pushing and stuff does come from the lower half of the body.
4: Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, this is Hayden Gribble says, which Spurs player from history would you like to be in lockdown with? From history? Whoa. Shit. I mean, I, I'd, I'd probably pick someone from the current squad. Deli because he knows loads of fit birds. I would say Carl Walker actually.
3: Yeah, he's <laughs> on, on that party shit, man.
4: Yeah, and that's what I'd need. Uh, yeah, so, so I've been locked down with Carl uh, Walker. He's just sort of sitting there. It's ten am. He's just sitting in his shorts, like short shorts. got uh, so his hand down down his shorts, and uh, he just looks looks across at me. I'm um, I'm on the other opposite sofa in the room. And he, uh, he looks across and he goes, get some brasses in? And I'll be like, do you think we should? Because, like, COVID and that. And he go, it's boring, though, isn't it? i like, he is boring. i went, like, all right, can I, have a, can I have a Chinese one? And she's like, <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll get you a Chinese one. That's not, that's fine, lads.
3: It is. Uh, I think you've actually, that's actually a very good shout, car Walker. I don't know if I can really top that. I mean, <laughs> I feel that um, if I had someone like Stefan mate, you would end up trying to fight me. And um, I feel that someone like Kevin Prince Botang is a bit churchy. And he start reading Bible verses to me first thing in the morning, and I don't really want that. So I think Walker's a good shell.
4: Okay. Spirit Sherwood says uh, Will Mourinho win a trophy with us? T, what do you think?
3: No, he is Doug Collins. If you so, watch the last dance, you know Doug Collins. Is. If not, then you don't know who he is, and you don't get what I've said.
4: Yeah, don't say it because I'm 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 about six episodes in, and I've never heard of Doug Collins.
3: You have heard of Doug Collins because he was the coach who made way for the one who did it all. Oh, the
4: yeah, coach... goes, spoilers, mate! Spoilers. Sorry. To, 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 to be honest, um, you can't really spoil it because it's, it's No, I know it's... he
3: speech. dies in a helicopter crash. Spooky. <laughs> oh.
4: Yeah, <laughs> right. Jesus. Tease, tease, that's that's one up from my Chinese one joke.
3: Well, I said it and I meant it.
4: <laughs> I said it, I meant it. Uh, so, uh, do, I mean, Spook, do you, do you think Mourinho will win a trophy at Tottenham? Do, will Wait. we be the only top flight club that he's no, managed?
5: No, I, I think he, he flew something.
4: I'm not, he, I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm not talking about a um, Community Shield. That doesn't count.
5: I mean, he seems to think we're going to we're going to change for the title like next season, whenever that happens. But I think he's dreaming. I think at the minute he's trying to be on brand. He's reinvented himself. He hasn't shown much of anything, to be to be honest. He didn't show much of anything at Man United. Um, I think he's he is done, but it would just be textbook Tottenham that we fail to win something with the best team we've, since, we've had since the 1980s. And we win something we've turgid football under Mourinho. Um, I think that's classic Tottenham. So yeah, I, I reckon we will end up winning
4: something. Okay, I, I I feel like I I feel like it's definitely like it's definitely Tottenham if he doesn't. Like it's definitely if 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 Mourinho doesn't win a trophy with us, given the fact that he's done it with everyone else, then there is we have we are cursed and we'll never win anything. And uh, and 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 then we can just put it to bed. We, we'll put to bed the idea that we're ever going to win anything, and we'll just get on with. In enjoying our, our football club and, and, and realise that winning means nothing. Because you have to, otherwise, you know, you're going to be unhappy forever. You know, a serial winner to come to Tottenham and not do it would be Spursy as fuck.
5: Yeah, for the, for the memes, I get it. But he's not really a serial winner any anymore. Is
4: what do you he? mean? The last club he went to, he won three trophies.
3: Yeah. No, no, no,
4: yeah. He's won a... But multiple trophies at every club he's been to. If he comes to Tottenham, and doesn't do it, that's Spurs. The point is, he won all those trophies at
5: United, and yet, what was his legacy at United? I don't he care if he. I don't happens.
4: care if he completely explodes, as long as we win an <laughs> FA Cup. I don't care about his legacy. What just what give
5: saying, us a cup. i not with you. you I'm are. Just saying that I'm not, <laughs> I'm just saying I don't know what I'm saying, mate. <laughs> I'm fucking the drinks talking.
4: I love it. Uh, Tezbot says, Should I cheat on my girlfriend?
5: Yeah, go for it. If you're asking, then you obviously want to.
4: I I think they want some self reflection here to speak, not just, yeah, go on.
5: Would it be? Why
4: why does he want to cheat? Um, I, uh, uh, well, he's obviously thinking about it. This is Nicholas Nerwin, if you miss his. Um, Yeah. yeah. Ted named him Nicholas Nerwin. That's, uh, Nicholas spelt in the conventional sense and then N E R W I N. Fuck, it's not him. <laughs> it's not <laughs> him. <laughs> Sorry, Nicholas. It wasn't you. If your missus is listening, it, it wasn't Nicholas Nervin who said that. It was Tezbot. And he's got a picture of his missus in the picture as well as, as Tezbot. And uh, yeah, uh, should you cheat on the girlfriend? Um, look, if you're in a happy relationship, Do you know what? Under no circumstances should you ever. You shouldn't. Because even if you're unhappy, uh, the right thing to do... It's sociopathic, really. What, to to cheat and have no feeling about
3: it? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone on this podcast would consider that. Uh, I think most of us are, are in quite wholesome and happy relationships. If you're not, then it's your duty and your responsibility to get out of that in a way that you cause as least damage as possible. And cheating is uh, something that causes huge amounts of damage and trust issues. And to do that would be um, it would be detrimental to your mental health, and more importantly, to your partner's, whether you like or not. And so, for that reason, I'd say do not cheat on your missus. Good question, though. I hope you don't, because uh, you, you're both don't very it. happy in the picture. Yeah. Uh, Zane Pilkes, we're going to run through the rest of them, but uh, and then we'll, we'll stop. Zane Pliskin says, "Trapped on a desert island with any Spurs player, who would you pick?" One word answers.
5: Uh, Harry Kane, because no doubt he'll, he'll get me off the island and back back home. It's from sheer determination.
4: Yeah, he he would swim with you on the on on, the, on his back.
5: Yeah, exactly, hero.
4: Spook me. I mean T T T.
3: Kirrakesh
4: he would if you got on his back he would drown he's like you, you know your really... dad your dad would put you on his back in, in a swimming pool when you're when you're um, or on an holiday and, and, and he's like a submarine and, and you ride on the back of him and then at 15, 16 doesn't work anymore because you drown him that would be like Kirrakesh
3: <laughs> <laughs> but he's ready to die is he I think that's a valuable asset when you're on a desert island
4: I mean you will die so, it, I suppose if you're willing to, it's less traumatic when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph Regan Page says, uh, T, what Bundesliga team is everyone adopting for the coronavirus? T, you go. No. Nor me. I won't watch it. I don't care about it. it I don't. It's not my league. It's nothing to do with me. I'm not interested in it. Uh, I get
3: Actually, it. I did a tweet, um a bit of self promotion there that. Um, the amount of pain I get through supporting Spurs, why well, would I want to voluntarily do that again of another team?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and some people who are adopting a uh, like someone uh, chose C- uh, Cologne.
3: Okay,
4: uh, which which, which like, what, what are you doing? Like, like pick Dortmund, pick Bayern Munich. Give yourself something. Um, but the reality is, if you if you if you're you're genuinely becoming invested in the Bundesliga because there's no football here, then you're a nonce. Facts. <laughs> yeah.
3: Bruce.
4: Spook, so who's, who are you picking?
5: I, I would have to say no as well. I've not even... I, someone actually asked that question about who, who are you picking this weekend? And I was oh, that's all they caught. Like, I was meant to know
4: what he's talking about. I like, what, what are you talking about?
5: And he said, oh, German football style. I said, oh, okay.
4: Yeah. No,
5: you're all right,
4: mate. Spook, can you hold your phone to your mouth? I am, mate. All right, just cut out a little sorry. bit. Sorry, that's all right. Sorry. Uh, another question, uh, and it's a quite sorry. a big one. Hannah Lee, it says, uh, just like how little players are being linked to Tottenham because of our coaches, what are your thoughts if our players uh, got linked to whatever club Poch ends up playing at next season? Next, sorry, managing that next, and actually leaves our club to join join his. So imagine he joined Newcastle with loads of money, and he just picked up Delhi Alley. Um oh, BCD mate. LaCelso. It would be tough. Like imagine you're Lille right now. You're you're hating Tottenham.
3: Yeah. I mean I because Newcastle are in the same league it would be <laughs> even more difficult. I mean Lille are I don't know a lot about their history, but they seem to be a club that, you know, kind of get talent in cheap, sell it high. Um Pepe and Hazard are two examples of that, so Maybe they're used to it. But if, if Potts joins another Premier League club and they end up peeling us all of our assets, then no, I wouldn't be happy about it.
4: Yeah, it would suck. I, I think the, the process of accepting that Pochettino will manage another football club eventually is going to be tough for us. Hopefully it's not in England. Um, but we have to accept that, like if your dad leaves the family, he is going to end up meeting another woman at some stage. Uh, and you have to accept that situation. And, and we're going to have to do that when Pochettino joins another football club. I just hope it's not in the UK. I, I, really, I really wouldn't like it. And it'll be embarrassing for Jose Mourinho when Pochettino comes back to White Art Lane. And uh, we boo Jose Mourinho when he comes in because he's not Pochettino. Could you imagine that? Boo! We want Dad back! <laughs> Give us Dad!
3: <laughs> Give us Dad! <laughs> we want Dad! It.
4: Uh, uh, um, one final question to end. Um, I've got to whisper this because kids are in the room. Jodie Fowler says Is arse to mouth a turn on or a turn off? Spook.
5: Off. It should remain
4: in it, Why What You're saying it, it re- should, once it's in her bum, it should remain in her bum, not out of the bum into the mouth. That's madness.
5: Yeah, exactly.
4: If it's in the bum, at any time it stays in there for the duration of the sexual intercourse, yes, you don't just right. start pulling it out or whacking it in her mouth. That's fucking right. no. It, like, not only is it a bit grim, she it could be
3: exposed to various bacterial diseases.
4: <laughs> I'm,
5: I'm about to eat pizza, man. Thank you for this uh, question.
3: I think this has have a bit differently. Is he's having a bit of a rant here? I'm not, I'm not having a rant. I'm just,
4: just thinking logically about it. Like, I don't know what men... But are... Sex ain't logical, mate. No, no, I appreciate that. I don't, don't
3: care about all that. When you're in the throes of passion, you just, I can go for, go for it, did not you? Just slap the shit out of her. You slap the <laughs> shit out of her? You go with it, innit? Just go. She hits you me can't. in a go with it, man. But you just,
4: you just slap, do a backhand and just hope she likes it.
3: Well yeah, if she doesn't then you just give this curl nothing happened. No, if she does not happened character. It. Don't leave character. If she doesn't, doesn't like it, you do a forehand. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking
4: hell. <laughs> uh all of this is jokes, obviously. Don't banter, don't comedy. Hit, do not ever hit a woman during sex unless she just says, Fucking hit me and
3: then then, then you're right there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this 80% is eighty percent of. Eighty percent of. She says that it's got to be eighty percent. <laughs> otherwise. You're just <otherwise> gum.
4: <laughs> All right. On that note, the fighting cock is done. I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, COVID edition. Another one of the fighting cock. I'm, I'm still doing the, the. I'm still whispering into the mic. Uh, yeah. Hope everyone enjoyed the the, the fighting cock podcast. I want to thank Spooky for, Cheers, uh, for for taking time out with your family to uh, to talk to me and T and the rest of our lovely audience. Felonious filth go out for a walk it'd be good for I you I did no you didn't you didn't <laughs> you've got its all over you you've got, yeah, you right, got orange its dust all over your mouth and that's Kip what you
3: chips do. lightly sorted <laughs> I've kind of dutched up a bit now
4: alright boys and girls we- thank you so much we'll be back next week I'm sure there'll be more as we uh, approach the restart whether it's a good idea or not a good idea uh, for the new season and um, there'll be plenty of more fighting cock content happening and, and really what I'm looking for, forward to is getting the podcast Rolling again a couple of times a week or one time once a week when we've got football to talk about. Not at the expense of ten thousand old people, but if everything's safe, then it'd be great to talk about Spurs again. Even if, actually, one more thing: Harry Kane has said he's fit. Huminton is back.
3: That's can, good shit, man. Mate, we yeah. can get into
4: Champions League. Like, actually, a null and void season, if we're in the current sta- stages and, and, and things are what they are, wouldn't be good for us. And maybe if we could come back and smash everyone and finish in the top four. Then we'd be going, yes, fuck those old people. Fuck them. 10,000, 10,000. Would you take, like, right now, be honest, guys, 10,000 OAP deaths if Spurs got Champions League football next season?
3: Mate, I did that him in a corner. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, and that was done. We're cancelled right. off this. Yeah, beautiful. All right, and cheers, spook. Cheers, T. Uh, speak bye, to you T. soon. Bye, brothers.
3: Bye, guys. Bye, bye, bye. bye, bye, bye. Cock, cock,
1: cock, cock. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Geico asks How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance?